Good morning, y'all. Hey, this is Danny, that damn Danny with Scattered Mind, Scattered Rage Podcast. Um, I just want to tap into y'all with a couple sadder thoughts. Just sitting here thinking about the depth of the African African American community and the depths of our lives and what we've been through and how long we have not had therapy or recognized mental health in our communities like it's so it's so sad to me because lately I have not posted because I've been kind of worldly mourning for a few people that's just been taking their own lives and it's so hurtful and painful and I I, I feel you know the lack of purpose sometimes that some people feel and, and then they become hopeless. You know, mental health in, in this, in our race, African Americans and other races that has been um, ostracized and, and abused and, and, and appreciated and stuff like that, but I'm, I'm speaking about the African-American race right now. Do you know how long and how deep-rooted our mental health issues come? How we handle them by, you know, appearance of being strong and I got it and and how that mental uh, seed has been planted for years, hundreds of years. You know, because if you think about it, we, we went through slavery. We went through being uh, kidnapped and you know, it's, it's in our roots, in our blood, from our heritage and our ancestors. And it, and it was passed down because of the fact that we were conditioned from, from the day we got kidnapped. You know, we get kidnapped on a boat. People not eating enough. People not getting taken care of. They're getting thrown upon the, 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 the ocean as they're getting carried over to their jail. You know, um... We're in jail. You tell us our name this. We know our name is that. You know, we get beat until we go be called your name that you gave us. So then, you know, we keep fighting because we're fighters by nature too. We're deep-rooted fighters, but it's, it's, it's extra and dramatic because of these conditions. So we're fighters. We see in our people being people that look like us being hung, being this, because we just want to have what they have, freedom. We get our freedom. Okay, you got it. Then we just keep moving on to our life. Okay, we want this and other rights. Just keep doing all. So now it's the civil rights. We fight for the civil rights. They throwing rocks at us and spitting at us and all this. Okay, we get our civil rights. Then we keep going just to be normal. And then we rise so above that at one point we had an African-American, which he's mixed, but his family is black. And if you want, if you want you black, you black. We had an African-American president, but yet we still struggling and still fighting. Anybody ever think about that? Everybody, anybody ever think about why? Why we just just don't seem like things are ever going to just be equal and right for us? That we just can't let go of the past? 
that we just going through all these different pains and we automatically look the other way when we see someone that's not our color. Or if, if not, and we don't do that, we're aggressive to it. Because we hold on to all this mental anguish. Did we get some help after we're freed and slaved? No. We didn't get no help. We didn't get no therapy. We didn't get no... We just kept it moving like we know how. We just kept being strong. And I'm I'm, I'm talking about our, her- our heritage, our background, our ancestry, because it's Black History Month. And it's how we just get one month. And we so strong. We're stronger than the average. That's why a lot of people don't take it serious like we used to. But I'm going to talk about it because since it's our month, let's get it. Did we get help after the civil rights? Did we? I'm pretty sure now. No. We're just now opening our eyes because we're getting a little bit of cushion and we're getting a little bit of fairness and a little bit of ease, just a little bit, to see that we need to take care of our mental health. We need to be aware that we've been on autopilot, regardless of what you're thinking and you know you you in reality or whatever. But we kind of been on autopilot. Our strength been on autopilot. Our mental health been on autopilot like this is supposed to happen. But it's not getting taken care of. It's not being recognized. It's not unconditioning the conditioning. It's not. So it's so sad that right now, we're just now thinking about it. Like I've seen situations where we don't even get medicine because they think that we're strong enough. But let someone that's the opposite color, if they got a headache, they getting the top strongest medicine. Like they can, they can't handle the pain that we handle. That's what makes us so superior in royalty, is because the strength that we have, the melanin. I never get that word right, guys. <laughs> that's in our skin can handle the sun. We can handle a lot. But we don't get treated fairly. And a lot of that is a gift and a curse, honestly, because the strength comes from that. You know, us knowing that in our, 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 our back of our mind, we're more than what they're treating us like. You know, um, just a thought. No mental health help at all. No therapy at all. You know. And then I'm worried about our men. Our men is just expected to be okay and, and be strong and take whatever's thrown at them. The next thing you know, they're no longer here because they couldn't take it no more and they couldn't say nothing because it made them weak. We got to speak up. We got to say something in their mind because they're if they communicate, that makes them weak. If they communicate that something's hurting them, it makes them weak. We have to unconditioned the condition we've been conditioned you know we are people we feel we bleed we all have pains we all have aches and heartaches heartbreaks we should be able to speak about it you know we should be able to speak about it connect communicate build inspire one another back to where we need to be we need to recognize when someone's going through something or recognize when they got a mask on and covering 
When I went through stuff, I would I wouldn't tell nobody. I would joke around. I would uplift other people. I give the best advice, but couldn't follow it myself. Couldn't do what I know is right sometimes because I didn't have nobody. I wasn't talk, talking to nobody. And I ended up in a, a crazy house because I was holding everything in. I wasn't communicating and expressing myself. But everybody was shocked because from what they see on the outside, the mask and the autopilot of it all was the happy, silly, joking around, do anything. Hey, she's okay. Uh, no, my mother though, God rest, God bless her. My mom's everything. She the only one got me committed. <laughs> she said, oh no, something ain't right with you. You going to the hospital. And from that day on, that was the, the, the first day of the rest of my life that I recognized something was wrong with me. Why am I being so impulsive? Why am I being so, uh, working on my third, fourth kid and promiscuous? Why? Because I was con- conditioned to believe you got to keep it moving. You can't, you weak. Only the strong survive. Like, you can be strong and express yourself and get rid of some of this crap in your spirit, in your heart, in your head. And that's that's the strongest. Once you recognize and being self-aware of whatever condition, because everybody got a condition, everyone, white, black, other, whatever, has conditions. But the black community is, is so hard for us to express that and acknowledge it and show that because of the condition, because of the conditioning the world has made us. After slavery and going through all of what we went through, no mental health, and we still persevered and kept it moving? After civil rights, no mental health, no recognition of that. But it wasn't exposed to us either. It wasn't people out pushing it like they're doing now. It wasn't people that was like, oh my God, I know they need this. Because, listen, we need to get some more black therapists too. So let me tell you about my first time going to therapist. I've got a little scatter, and my scatter thought I'm gonna get a scatter testimony. <laughs> I'm telling this lady, younger, I'm, I'm 41. And I look younger than I am, to God be the glory. <laughs> but, I'm 41, I'm a mother of five, and no, I'm not married, have five children, two ba- three baby daddies, <laughs> three baby daddies. And, I, and I've been through a, a whole, I'm an only child, I've been through a lot. I'm an only child to a teenage mother that's been through a lot, okay? So I'm telling her a little bit of my life, and I'm just sitting back, and I'm just thinking about it, and just in thought, you don't really pay attention to who you're talking to. You just letting it out, like word vomit, you know? And then I, I hear some sniffling. and look up, this lady crying. How? She's a, a Caucasian woman, okay? Couldn't be no more than 30. So she had no understanding of anything that I was going through. And I was, that was the tip of the iceberg, what she heard. I had to like straighten her up, like, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna go there. I just be needing, you know, I try to switch it up so I can get up out of there and get another therapist. You know, like, people couldn't digest the strength that we have. And we looking at them crazy, like, how could you be so weak listening to it? 
but we getting beat in the back and not even knowing it, but we taking it because we conditioned to take things and say, oh, we'll do better next time. We'll do it. Like when you don't know, when you know, you know, and when you don't know, you go through a whole bunch of crap until you find out. We got to let some of this go. We got to get some therapy and see where the best. And I'm not that that experience was not the only experience. I had a great therapist that ended up, you know, working through some things with me, setting up some goals and et cetera, et cetera. And I seen a little bit of myself shine through because this self is, is a whole bunch of crap dunk on it with legs. That self. But this self is shining through because of the help of mental health um, workers, providers, counselors you know at some point I was on meds but then you know being self-aware you should know when you don't need them too much no more you need to get yourself chemically imbalanced because I I partake in a lot of different controlled substances marijuana drinks so my, my chemical balance was off you know but I, I, I had to set it straight I had to recognize it and I didn't recognize it. I didn't know what that was I didn't know what serotonin none of that what it did nothing that's the point of education. The serotonin is what controls your emotions. And I beat my serotonin up doing drugs and trying to fit in with the it crowd and uh, 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 doing all this different crazy crap because my mental health made me not recognize that this wasn't healthy because I'm doing all this with kids. I had two kids by the time I was 18. So I'm sitting here thinking I'm owed something because I made these choices and I'm running the streets. You know, running the streets, kicking it with my friends, doing the kids here, there, and everywhere. My oldest son, heartbroke right now. And he don't know how to express himself. He's angry at me because I'm the one who did it. It's a hard pill to swallow. When you think in your mind, oh, he cool, as long as somebody watching over him, watching, watching over them. But then later on, fast forward, he's 27 years old, made some great choices, honestly. He's married, 27, one and a half kid, one and one on the way. You know, they're a beautiful kid, beautiful kid. And I know my new baby is coming in my birthday month. <laughs> I had to say that. It's going to be great. But he's learning how to deal with his stuff and unwrap his stuff. And it's hard. When there's no one there to tell you there and, and, and teach you how, and I didn't know that's what I was supposed to do. I had him at 14 years old. But he don't understand that. He's not going to understand it until he, he, his kid get 14. He's like, oh, my mother had me at this age. Oh, I don't understand how. But I was in the midst of things. And then they didn't know my mama had some mental health issues because she was drinking, heartbroken, dealing with her daughter, this, that, and the other. So it's like you never know what a person going through until you get some therapy, talk it out, work it out, you know? I just went, you know, I had to go back. I'm kind of like, got to get myself back together because I'm a little emotional thinking like how green I was when I thought I knew everything. Like, I, you couldn't tell me nothing back then. You know? And I was just such a knucklehead and a goofball and an airhead. And I'm thinking I know everything and I'm grown. And I was only 15, 16. You know? It's, it's, it was a lot. So that is the point of having therapy and mental health help because you need to know what's going on with your actions, what's going on with yourself. Study it. Learn about it. Read up on it. I'm 
educated, but I'm not college educated. I'm not a professional in mental health. I'm just, no, I just know someone can understand where where I'm coming from and what I've been through. And I can help somebody get to where I'm at and where I'm going. You know, we in this together. Let's let's take this journey together. Me, you, and we. (laughs) That's it. That's it. This is what this channel is about. This is what this podcast is about. I don't know why I said channel. You know, I be winging it sometimes. But this is what this podcast is all about. Like coming up, I'm, I'm thinking this week coming up, I'm going to have my first guest. We're going to do some discussions and it's going to be longer. But for right now, I just got a lot of scattered thoughts for you guys. <laughs> a lot. And I just want to say... I thank y'all for listening. I thank y'all for taking the time out to even hear what a non-professional mental health struggling, you know, person that loves with the entire heart. I'm very empathetic. You know, I understand how I just want people to get through better than I got through easier than I got through. And I thank y'all. I love y'all today. I love y'all. And I love y'all every day. And I love y'all. And ain't nothing y'all can do about it. How about that? <laughs> I just wanted to just say that because I'm just sitting here thinking like I ain't even talked to my people about how I'm feeling right now. That's the point of what this podcast is about. Being transparent, non-judgmental, and going on this journey together. That's what it's about. That's what Scattered Minds Incorporation is about. Educating you guys about this mental health thing. Recognizing, giving coping skills. You know, knowing when it's time to just protect your peace at all costs. And I, I like me, I shut down. When I'm, I'm hurt and I feel some type of way, I shut down and I just recenter myself and I'm back at y'all. You know, because I got to, I got to be self-aware. I can't give if I don't have. And sometimes people have to work, recognize that because we all overcompensate. But when when you have mental health struggles, you you do a little bit much in the overcompensation (laughs) area, you know, and you take a lot from yourself. So just recognize it's about self-care, self-love, self-recognition, repair, and it equals to repair, reflect, recognize, repair, and let's go back at it. It's not giving up. We're not gonna give up. We know the world's heavy. We know the world sometimes make you sad. We know the world is a lot of times unfair. But as long as you got somebody that you know, that you know that understand that too, you know, you're not in this world by yourself. I went through a lot because I'm my only child, and I felt by myself. Even though I had a lot of love, I got people that's my cousins, three, especially that's that's they got. We got to sit there, same mom. Their mom was like my second mom, and them like my sisters. But it's nothing like really having a sibling. So I just I be in my by myself. My mother, she's fragile sometimes. She's strong on the outside, but mentally. 
her heart breaks when it comes to me. So it's a lot of things I can't talk to her about. So I appreciate you guys just leaving listening and tuning in to this 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 special baby of mine, Scatter Minds. You know, it's, this is my baby, something I came up on my own, the colors, the visual, everything, guys. And I appreciate the listening. I really do. So I'm out. It's that damn Danny. And if ain't nobody told y'all today, I'm going to tell you. I love you. It ain't nothing you can do about it. If you want to see more of me, tune in to Scatter Mind on Facebook. S-K-A-T-T-E-R-E-D-M-I-N-D. And Scatter Minds in, um, Instagram. Same spelling, but with the Z at the end. S-K-A-T-T-E-R-E-D-M-I-N-D-Z. Or if you want to support the cause, you can cash at me at dollar sign that damn Danny. That's T H A T D A M N D A N N I E. And support the cause. Because bigger things are coming. Products is, is in the making. Background, everything. It's going to be big, y'all. So I want to do it right because that is, is I'm giving birth. You know, I'm giving birth, and this is my thing. It's my baby. It's my baby, and I'm protected at all costs because a lot come with it, like y'all. And I'm gonna make sure y'all protected at all costs when you come dealing with scattered minds. This is a no, no judgment zone, no judgments. So that's the end of his thoughts. And just remember, if ain't nobody told y'all, I love y'all. Ain't nothing y'all can do about it. <laughs> that damn Danny.